Hey, everybody, before we dive into today's brand new awesome episode, I just want to remind you that our next big passionate and prosperous community event is coming up on Friday and Saturday, June 2nd and 3rd. Embody Your Passion is a two-day, experiential, transformational, live on Zoom event where I am going to help you to master your message, ignite your confidence, and prosper in your life-changing business. Over the course of these two days, I am going to be helping you to step fully into your mission and your message. We'll be doing that by shifting your nervous system with practices like restorative yoga, breath work, meditations, visualization, and finally, speaking from the heart. Gone are the days where you are going to feel like nobody understands what you do or that you're not sure how to talk about it or you don't know what to put out on social media or how to create a valuable resource, workshop, training or event to help attract your clients, get your mission and message out there and have people say yes to working with you. If this sounds good to you, go over right now to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com. We have an events tab there and you can go click and look at all of the juicy details. This is not to be missed. I only do two two-day events per year. One online, which is the one in June, and one in person, which is in New York at the end of October. So jump on it right now and let's get together for two unbelievable days in June where I am going to help you to take you, your mission, and your business to the next level. Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, Mindset and Business Strategy Coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. Today, we're going to talk about up-leveling. Now, before I came on to record the show today, I actually looked up up-level because I wanted to make sure that this isn't like a word that I needed to come in and say, hey, this is like this made-up word that we use in the coaching industry. Um, but it is a word. And I actually love the word up-level and I use it a lot. It's funny when you like are out there in the zeitgeist, you know, in the world, social media, whatever. It's it's always interesting to hear when some people have really strong opinions about like words that they hate. You know how everyone started hating the word pivot, you know, during the pandemic. Um, and I think up level is a word that like I've heard some people kind of be like mm, mm, up level. But I really like it because <laughs> like to me, it's it's a way of just sort of like of of identifying and naming what it is that we ultimately do or want to do whenever we realize that we've like maybe like hit an upper limit or that we've plateaued or that things just need to be, you know, they need to be shaken up or something, you know, like it's possible to get to a point where even when things are going well, right? Like this is what's really important about up-leveling, right? Is that it's actually not for when you're shitty. It's not It's not something that we necessarily talk about in terms of like the antidote to like things sucking, you know? Up-leveling is to me often something that, that we do when we've when we've kind of reached a point where we're no longer really growing, we're no longer necessarily like kind of, you know, bringing in more, doing more, getting more. And that's not to say 
that you always have to feel like you're in the energy of more, 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 right? Like you don't have to be. But for many of us, we do have a desire to, you know, continue to expand and grow and um, and improve and have more impact, which is really for me what like what that's about. Right. It's like even when it comes to making more money. Right. When I think about that, I'm not done. You know, I'm not done scaling my business. I I, I do want to have, you know, like a, a bigger business than the one I have now. That's not to say that the one I have now isn't awesome, but this is me. And in order for me to like, when I think about that and, and why do I want that? Well, will I, is it because I would like to have more freedom and more uh, ease when I have more money in order to, you know, cover the things I want to cover, do the things I want to do, support the people I want to support? Yeah. But it also, to me, signifies and is directly related to impact. Right. So for for me to have more impact and for you to have more impact, we need to sometimes up level because up leveling is what it means to like kind of do bigger things, increase your visibility, take new risks or chances. And all of that is always what we need to do when what we want is to have more impact. Right. Like like if you're like I I think I can have a greater reach. I think I can help more people. I think I can serve more people. Um, well, how are you going to do that? Well, for for most people, that requires some sort of up-leveling, which in my world is some sort of identity shifting. So in order for us to up-level, in order for you to do the next thing, whatever that is, right? It, all it means is when you come to a, a moment or a place in your business, in your life, this is, this is for everything. It's not just for your business. It's not just about making money. When you come to a point where you all of a sudden become aware, because this is also how it happens, right? It's not usually that like things are like, are, are going like really I mean, things can be going well, but what I was about to say was like, it's not usually during a time when there's like a lot of momentum and a lot of growth and lots of new things are happening. And it feels like, you know, like there's a, there's like speed in your, in your life and in your business. Usually those are not the times when, when consciousness tells you up oh, time for an up level, right? Usually not unless so much is happening and you become aware that, there's a part of you that's like resisting it or scared of it or pushing it away, then you do have to make an up level. <laughs> but very often the the time when we realize, oh, I want to make an up level is often when we are, you know, things have kind of like plateaued. Things are things are going along just fine. And all of a sudden you realize, wow, wait, if I want that other stuff, like if I'm wondering why X, Y, or Z is not coming in to me right now, like, you know, I'm not getting, I, you know, I want these opportunities, but they're not coming right now. Or I want bigger, you know, um, stages to, to be on. And that's just not in my reality right now. Or I want to be connecting with more people that are more, in alignment with like where I'm going and who I want to be, but that's not happening right now. When we have those moments of, you know, clarity and awareness, then we get to make a conscious decision, which is like, well, what am I going to do about it? If I desire these opportunities, this visibility, this impact, this um, receiving Sometimes, right? Like what I, I always think of it as like, sometimes it's like, I'm like, I want, I just want more to flow toward me. But we can't just like sit around passively and expect like shit to flow toward us. And sometimes when you get that message, you know, there's, there are coaches and whatever people out there that on the surface, their message may seem like what they're saying is just be in the receiving energy of abundance and all will come to you. 
I personally don't really think that's how it works. I think that in order to be in that flow and that energy, you actually have to do something so that you change your frequency or you change your vibration for what you're a match for. So that's essentially what up-leveling is. It's like, it's like a conscious decision. And then, of course, we back it up with like activities that we do to become a vibrational match, right? To get on the frequency of that which we are wanting to call in or to have next. So the moment you realize, well, wait a minute, like things are actually going really well and things have been just kind of going well, but staying the same for a while, you might go, okay, what do I want to do to shake things up? up level. Or when you're having the experience of, oh, wow, like things are happening and it feels fast and it feels scary and it feels like I'm not really able to contain what's happening. That's also a moment for up leveling because because ultimately what you're feeling is that you need to expand, that you need to shift your identity to hold this new all of this new, whatever you want to call it, awesomeness, right? So what we're going to talk about today is like what to do when you want or need to level up, right? What does that look like? Because it can feel in both cases, in the one where you're like, I, 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 I feel like things are stagnant or plateaued and I want to, you know, get to the next level. Or if you're already going to a new level for yourself and you're feeling like you can't handle it, in either case, it's a conscious decision to figure it out, right? It it could happen without you knowing, (laughs) but usually there's some sort of deeper shift that we want, we should make so that whatever is happening can then become our new normal. So like, let's say you are going through a phase where like things are coming in hot and heavy, right? And you've got like a lot going on and you're like, oh my God, and you didn't feel prepared for it. And this could be anything, you guys. Again, when I say this stuff, it's about what that means to you, right? So to me, it could be, you know, a a keynote speaking for $20,000 now, or it could be, you know, um, this is just a major opportunity, a TED talk, or, you know, being asked to come be a guest on someone's major podcast or, you know, whatever. There's like lots of things that might look like, like, oh my God, this is all happening so fast. And I have to, like, I have to, you know, up level to it. That's what that might look like for me. For you, it could be five discovery calls. Like it could be three people wanting to work with you all at once for the first time when you've never even had one client, right? So remember, these moments that I'm speaking about are not, it's not only if like you've already made $100,000 and done this and done that, then you are eligible for an up level. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, We all will face these moments in our lives and in our businesses where an up level is called for and up level in the way that I'm talking about it today is a shift in our frequency, a raising of our vibration, a becoming a match for this bigger thing, this bigger next thing, whatever that is. Right. Like I have clients who, you know, are have kids and, you know, like that are very active. I one of my clients just was in Florida for, you know, a cheerleading competition with her daughter and also at the same time, you know, uh, having, you know, discovery calls and, you know, like and, and, and working with her clients. And when sometimes when you get what you asked for, right, you're like you have this vibrant life. You, 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 you've got, you've got stuff going on. You've got your family, you've, you're, you've got your business. You're also trying to maybe, you know, like uh, create, create something, maybe write a book or whatever. And you might come to a moment where, where for you, you're like, 
oh, wow, like so much good is happening and I'm actually feeling a little bit overwhelmed by it. I had the experience of getting really overwhelmed with goodness a few years ago when I won this challenge that I participated in that my coaching school offered. You've heard me talk about it on the show before. Like if you've listened to every episode, you've heard it. Maybe if you're newer to the show, you might not have heard the story. I'm not going to tell the whole story, but I'll tell you the, the the short version was that I spoke on stage in front of an audience of 800 people, other coaches, and um, there were five of us. And basically the task was for the audience to vote for who they felt was the most inspirational, who inspired them the most to take action in their business. And I won that. They voted for me. I won it. I won $10,000. It was it was a really big deal. And it was really exciting. It was very early in my business. And it was when I was a health and life coach. And I, you know, won this thing. And all of a sudden, like shit blew up, right? In a good way. Like, I, after like I won and, you know, with this was at like a live event in Austin, Texas and at a, you know, a conference hotel. And, you know, after I won, it was like, I was like swarmed by people and everybody wanting to like, you know, congratulate me and hug me and tell me that they voted for me and tell me why they felt so connected to my story and, 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 and this and that. And then it just kept going. It was like, friend requests from everyone, private messages on Facebook, you know, like, and it just kept going. And then people like reaching out to me and asking if they could ask me questions about how I did it. Uh, Just so you know, this is actually how I ultimately became a business coach. Um, But I remember like a couple of days after I I was home, I came home, I was in my apartment in New York and I, I literally remember this moment where it all switched over from me being like, wow, oh yeah, great, to why are these people doing this? This can't be real. This is, I don't know, I'm uncomfortable. Now I feel like I don't deserve this. I'm unworthy of this level of like, love and adoration. Um, I I don't want all these people like continuing to like be all over me. Right. And it was really interesting. And that's when I hired my first coach. I never really told that story before, or I I have told the story, but I never really thought of, uh, thought of that moment. I hired my first coach because I literally, this coach had, had reached out to me and said, Hey, congratulations. You're, you know, that was so awesome. You were so awesome. Um, how are you? He literally sent me a message. How are you handling your, all of the people like looking up to you and, and, and whatever. And I was like, I am not. (laughs) And I, and I remember this moment where I told him, wow, like, I don't know what to do. And I remember using the words, I feel like I hit a limit of how much love I could receive. I feel like I hit this like wall where uh, everything in my being was like, that's it. That was how much love and recognition and, 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 and stuff you can, you're allowed to have. And now it's over. And it was very, very interesting because I started working with the coach, but one of the things that we uncovered and that I uncovered at that time was that I actually needed to expand my capacity to receive. And that was a really big up level because in order to in order to show up as a leader, which at that time is what I was being called to do, right? Like that is what was happening because all of these people were letting me know that they like looked up to me in some way. I mean, I'm not saying like I'm some guru or something. Um, and I realized that like in order to to speak not speak, to step into the level that I was being called to be in, right? To be, I'm not sure what that sentence was supposed to be. In order to step into this role that I was being called to be in, which was like a, like kind of like a leader, 
you know, like where people were looking up to me, I actually had to level up my own mindset and my own capacity for being that, for being that person. And even when all these people were reaching out to me about helping them with their business and everything, I was like, I kept saying to my coach, I was like, why, what is going on? I'm not a business coach. And he was like, but are you right? And and he was like, but maybe you are. Um, that identity shift and all of that, that I just shared with you was a major up level. So I'm sharing that experience with you so that you really can understand that when when we talk about up leveling we're not actually talking about like that you're not in a great place now that that things aren't awesome right that you're not doing a great job it's really about life or like circumstance like calling you forth and saying it's time for you to to level up because either you want to, because you realize that like there are things that you still yet would like to have happen, but they're not happening or things are happening that are big and new. And you realize that like, there's something limiting in within your thoughts, your belief system, whatever. And you're not aligning with all of this opportunity. And it's critical that you align with it. This is why I told you that story. Had I not aligned with that, I would have let that all peter out and I would have just stayed the same. I would have just gone back to doing what I was doing and looking for health and life coaching clients. And I wouldn't have fully embodied and stepped into the opportunity that was in front of me, which was to, which was to shift my identity and be curious about what the universe was putting in front of me. And so when when there are times when people get a fast and furious kind of, you know, like hit or avalanche of, of goodness, all of a sudden all this stuff happens. And it can be a missed opportunity if you're not ready for it and you don't realize that you can become ready for it, you can align with it, you can like level up to it. If you don't, it's going to be a flurry and then it's going to vanish or like it's going to peter out and you're just going to go back to everything being the same. And that's why it's important for you to have the tools and the skills to up level. So guess what I'm going to do today, I'm going to walk you through the up-level process. And you've heard me share this system before. It's my Evolve system. And it's a six-step process that can be used literally like all at once. Like you could walk yourself or some, or I walk my clients. Like sometimes when a client presents some sort of, you know, like situation, uh, problem. We can use the Evolve system literally in one session and, and talk through the steps and get to some sort of outcome. Or sometimes when it's like for something big, it's something that like we kind of do over a period of time. And I use it both. I, you know, and so like when I'm really wanting to align with bigger opportunities, I will recognize that I need to do this like and that it's going to take some time. Like it's my morning practice. It's 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 what I do like every single day until I'm like until well, until this the shit starts happening, basically. And then and when I feel like I I'm in the vibration or the frequency. So, so my evolve system is, and, and so the other thing that I want to say before we dive into it is that this, the thing about it is that it needs to feel like, you know, why you're like, you know what you're doing, right? So it's not like, I mean, it can work no matter what, all the practices work no matter what, but I guess what I'm trying to get at right now is it works really well when you have 
something in mind? Like when you think like, what is it that you're up leveling? Like, what is it? What is it that you're calling in? What is it that you would like to have happening that's not happening now? And that you can recognize like that you need to, you know, to, to, to shift or work on aligning or tuning with that frequency, that vibration of that, right? Of that abundance, of that opportunity, of opportunities, of possibilities, of of being more in the receiving, right? Like my story about how I realized, uh-oh, I'm not, I, I just, I just shut off from receiving. Not good. Never a good thing to shut off from receiving, right? Always think that you need to be available for receiving. That's like the best state to be in. It is the absolute best state to be in is when you're like, I'm receiving. I am open. Shit is flowing toward me. I am receiving. What better state can there be besides that? Right? I'm available. Sometimes in the morning, I stretch my arms out like far my fingers open and I open up and make sure I'm really open across my chest and my heart. And I look up and I literally say, I'm available to receive all of the abundance that is coming to me from the universe. I learned some version of that from my coach, but there are so many ways that we can affirm and declare and tell the universe and ourselves that we're available and that we're here to receive, right? And especially when we think that we're cutting ourselves off. And I I was shocked when I had that experience of realizing that I was cutting myself off from good shit, right? That is crazy. Okay, so anyway, so you can use this and it's really good when you know what you're using it for, that's ideal. Otherwise, you're like, fuck it. I just feel like I'm stagnant, plateaued. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm going to like, I'm going to think this process, this evolved process. Okay. So it's a system. Now, all of the different pillars of the evolved system can be used independently. They can be used by themselves. But to enact a change or a shift or to change a frequency, or to, I call it, get a green light, okay? It, it, it works as an actual system, right, in this order. But that doesn't mean that it can't be out of order. There's, like, no wrong way to do positive shit. <laughs> there's, no, there's no wrong way to do, to do shit for your mind. You know, you know what I mean? I always say this. I'm like, unless you're literally saying horribly negative damaging things to yourself or other people. You can't do things wrong when you're trying to, you know, like make an identity shift or, um, or up level or, you know, just grow, right? Grow as, as a person and also be in service, right? This is something I talk about all the time too, is like, you can't, there's no way to be in service wrong unless like you're coming from like a really shady place, you know, unless you're like totally like a, like a trickster and you're like, I'm going to pretend that I'm being generous and giving these to you, but I have ulterior motives and I'm actually an asshole. So, okay. So the Evolve System. So it's an acronym. And for those of you who are my students and my clients and the people who follow me um, for business, I'm going to say for that 9,000th time or millionth time, because it's really important that I say it, your frameworks do not have to be acronyms. Some frameworks are acronyms and sometimes it just works out like that. Woo, an acronym. But I've had to tell so many of my students over the years not to worry. My other framework, right, my business strategy framework is not an acronym, okay? The framework of pillars of what I have laid out is what you need to do in order to have a successful business is not an acronym. It, they happen to all start with M's, so it's an, it's a, you know, it's an M something, but the pillars of the academy are mindset, mission, message, manifest, market, and mastery. Right. So that's not an acronym, 
but it's the six pillars. It's the journey. It's what you have to do, right? When you work with me, we do your mindset. We lay the foundation with your mission. We move to your niche and your message. Then we manifest your offers and your content and like make tangible stuff that you're going to put your ideas and your passion and your gifts into. And then I teach you how to market that and attract people. And then mastery is when you are like nailing your, like you're selling, your soulful selling and converting clients and showing your expertise and, and then doing big things, bigger things like becoming a speaker and doing all that. Right. So like that's a framework and it's not an acronym. Evolve is an acronym. Yay. We have both options. So it stands for E for expand, V for visualize, O for observe, L for let go, V for validate, and then E for embody. And I created this system when I was not only a coach, but also, I mean, I'll always be a yoga teacher, but I'm saying I created this as one of the first things I did in my business because I really, really felt coming from the yoga world into the coaching world that what was missing was how to take all, a lot of the practices that fall under the umbrella of yoga, which also fall under the category of like psychology and mindset. I mean, that's what yoga is. It's the very first, like, it's the very first psychology, right? Yoga is a study of the mind. And, and so many people don't realize that the postures, the poses, the asana are just one of the tools that are used to get to the mind, the asana and the poses in yoga are there for for one main reason to condition the body so that it so that it can be in perfect alignment for the energetic body the subtle body the mind the thoughts to do their thing it's like the the whole point of the asana practice is to get the physical body out of the way of being misaligned you know uncomfortable having any suffering or pain because all of that's a distraction so when I first created the Evolve system, it was because I was in the yoga classroom teaching all these people yoga and always weaving in the yoga philosophy. And that's like my jam, right? Is like I'm a yoga scholar and, I, and I'd be weaving in all of the like the deeper stuff, the spirituality, the philosophy, the energetic body. Like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing yoga? Because I never taught yoga as like a hot yoga exercise program, right? Why are we doing yoga? And I would always weave this into my classes and people would end end the class right like I don't know if you practice yoga but like you do shavasana and people would end the class and they'd have this bliss blissful shavasana and you know I'd end the class and, and everyone would get up and feel so zen and so good and so like in touch and all of a sudden like all their bullshit and you know like beliefs that don't work and all of that shit was like dissolved and then they go out into the world first car horn honks takes them out of their bliss right and then go home and go back into their you know like relationship struggle or back to work where they're miserable and groundhog day come back to yoga, get a quick fix, feel good for a minute, go back to work the next day, feel shitty, I'm in a toxic environment, I'm not happy, uh, go to yoga, feel a little better. So you see, there was no actual system for how to take the practices and the teachings of yoga and, and actually have them do something which was to reduce suffering make it possible for you to show up in your life to whatever's happening and decide that you have the power to make some sort of like informed, aligned decision or choice for yourself about what the fuck you want to do about it and how you want to change your circumstance. 
So like if you go to yoga, you get blissed out and then you go home and to work and you feel like fucking shit the next day. And then you don't do anything about it and you can just go back to yoga and get a quick fix. You're just staying in a cycle and you're not up leveling. See where we're going with this? Up leveling is recognizing that you're not satisfied anymore with where you are. Doesn't mean it doesn't have to suck. I'm just giving you this example of what why I created this from yoga. And not it's like it's like recognizing and not taking action. Right? Is like what happens when you're not up leveling, right? Recognizing that you want more or whatever and not doing anything about it. So I realized that one of the reasons why people weren't doing anything about it is because they didn't know how. They didn't know how. They had the desire to up-level. They'd go to yoga. They'd feel a little better, but they were confused. They were confused about what makes you, what, what to do. Do you just want momentary feel better bliss for 10 minutes? Or do you want to actually take action and do something to create the long lasting? And, you know, happiness is your birthright. Joy is your birthright. Like the problem with life is that you let shit get in the way of that birthright. You don't have to find happiness, look for happiness. You don't have to like get it. You don't have to like get a job for happiness. Like you don't need to do anything for happiness other than remove what is in the way of your happiness. That's first of all. Remove what's getting in the way of your happiness. But you see what I learned when I was teaching yoga was that people were not willing to do that. Why? Because it's so fucking scary. It is so scary to do something different, make a change, especially when it's a big one. Get out of that job, get out of that relationship, do this, do that. It's really scary. It's even scary to just do something different when when there isn't a problem, right? It's scary when there isn't a problem because everything in your human brain is saying, but everything's fine. Why do you need to shake things up? Why do you need that? Why do you need more? Why do you need more impact? Why do you need more visibility? Sometimes your asshole brain even says like, why do you need to be happy? <laughs> right? Like, what the fuck? You're literally being like, eh, I don't know. Why do I need to be happy? So I created the Evolve System, like thinking about my students and thinking about like what makes someone seek that blissful state and and to touch it, taste it, and then not do anything about, about having more of it. You know what I mean? Or having more consistent like experience of it. And that's why I I I I developed this system. And I started teaching workshops around it, like that in that involved yoga and coaching, right? In order to show people how you can get to a certain state, which is the yoga state, which is the one that feels really good, okay? You can get to that state and then you can change your vibration and align your thoughts and your actions with that state. And then you'll get a green light and then you'll actually do the thing. You'll do the different thing. Sometimes it's like a thing that's really scary, like, you know, like leaving, leaving or quitting or whatever. And sometimes it's just scary because it's just, it's just also you being different and like doing something different. And one of the things that stops us from doing something big, new and different is that we are embarrassed that other people will see us doing it. You know, it's like if I all of a sudden decide that I'm going to just like, you know, uh, uh, be, be a speaker and, and, uh, or forget that. Like I decided to do the podcast, right? So what, what I didn't like ask anyone's permission. I didn't like go on social media for three months and go, Hey everybody, I'm thinking of doing a podcast. I just want to make sure that when I do, you're not going to be shocked and surprised that I had the audacity to make a podcast. And, you know, so I just want to warn you that it's coming. Like, what the fuck? And yet there's a part of us that feels like that's what we're supposed to do. 
Because you know, we're literally like, wait, I can't just show up as a hot shot. I can't just like show up as like someone who's got a podcast with cover art and I'm making a big deal about myself. And I'm saying, hey, listen to me. Like, I, who am I? I can't do that. That's how our brains work. So this up-leveling is to even align with that. The up-leveling is to even say, not only can I fucking start a podcast, but I don't need anyone's permission and I don't need to warn them. I don't need to worry that it's going to be shocking for everyone for me to show up in this like new awesome way. Let them be shocked. So, but but I can't, you can't, it's rare that you just do that. It's rare that you just go, I'm doing this and fuck everyone. No, usually we have to take ourselves through some sort of a process, right? And so that's what this evolved system is, all right? So if this is resonating with you, like if right now you're even thinking like, I am plateau, I am at a limit. I, I'm reach. I've, I think I've, I think I'm upper limiting myself. I think I need to raise that limit, you know, of availability. I think I need to be able to receive more. I think I need to do something new. I have to shake things up because there's some things that I want and that I want to do or that I want to receive or, or that I want to have happen. And right now they're not, and I need to move them along. I need to accelerate this. So evolve. So the first, the first E, right, is to expand. So usually when we recognize that we've plateaued or that we've reached a limit, this is not going to be like shocking. What happens is we've kind of, the, the container is full, right? We think that like we've maxed out. We've maxed out our ideas. We've maxed out our energy. We've maxed out, right? Like, so, so it just feels like, like we, there's no more room. And that's why the very first E is for expand, which is like, we have to create more room. Metaphorically, literally. Okay. So the expand pillar for me, when I created this, I was definitely thinking about, first of all, like yoga, not stretching necessarily, but like literally embodying with your body expansion, literally extending and stretching. And you know, what's really funny is like, I know a lot of people love, and when I said stretching, I don't mean like literally like that you have to like stretch your hamstrings, although that can be great. But I mean, like literally making yourself bigger, like getting to the far reaches of like, of, of your, of your periphery, of your perimeter. And, you know, what's really interesting is like, I know that a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, people love running, you know, um, and love weightlifting. And so do I, but the thing about those practices is that they're physically contracting. And it's really important to remember that like your body, your body dictates a lot of what you experience in your mind. So if you're contracting your body, there's a really good chance that you're going to feel contraction in your brain. They like mirror each other, right? And your breath, like, like if your breath is contracted, if you're breathing hard, you know, like all of these things, it's important to remember that your body and your mind are very, very synchronized. And so when there's limit, contraction, I have no more room in my brain, a go-to would be first and foremost to say, I'm going to make it feel in my body like I have more space. I'm literally going to do a triangle pose. I'm literally going to widen my arms. That's why I told you I wake up in the morning and stretch my arms out as far as I can. I do it like every morning sitting in my bed after I take my selfie and post it on my stories on Instagram. Um, and so like, so that's one way to expand, okay, in the physical realm. There are other ways too, like whatever feels to you like expansion versus contraction on a physical level. Now, sometimes we also need to expand our environment, right? And that is, you know, like sometimes you have to get a change of scenery. This is all expansion, right? Sometimes it's like you got to get, now I know, Ever since I became a coach, and then, of course, during the pandemic, I'm in my apartment a lot. I work from home, 
And I'm in my apartment in New York City. Sometimes days can go by <laughs> when I don't leave. And I can identify the need to expand sometimes is like, I got to get the fuck outside. And I envy, look, I love living in New York City and I never want to like permanently move anywhere. Although I want a second home for this reason. I get very jealous of people that have like nature and backyards. Like if I had a fucking outdoor space, I would be out there as much as possible. So that's what expand is about. And then on a, on a mindset, like level expand is about asking yourself these questions. All right. I know that my, one of, one of our team members, um, she, she does the show notes and she listens to the show and she'll be like, we should make a worksheet for that one. So I know she's going to want to make a worksheet for this. So I'm just going to be very, I'm just going to come right out and say, I'm sure there's a worksheet for this, um, for this episode. And if you don't know about the worksheets, little PSA, go to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com, go to the resources page or go to the podcast page and download the free resources. There are some episodes now that we've got actual little worksheets that go along with them. Shift your money mindset, get in touch with your authentic voice, like tap into your passionate mission, but right. Set how to create an offer. So go get those. All right. So anyway, there'll be one for this, I'm sure. So the other expand uh, thing is the questions, right? And so one of those questions is, what would I need to be believing about myself, others, and the world to have X, right? To have that, to have that what, what, what you want. That's why I said it works in a more specific way. It works really well right? What would I need to be believing or thinking about myself, others, and the world in order to have this, this thing? And then we can ask ourselves, what do I think is in my way right now? Like, right? What do I think is in my way? And then the next question is, like, it, it's literally just opening your, opening your brain up to solutions, Right? What are, what are some ways that I could, that I could solve this problem? It's just like, it's like, these are catalysts. These are just ways to start expanding your mind. And you don't even have to think of it as problems. I was very hesitant to say the word problem, but it's kind of like, what do I, you don't even say problem. You can say, what do I think is in my way right now? And then what would I like to do about it? (laughs) literally, like those are the questions. Okay. What would I need to be believing about myself, others in the world to have this thing? What do I think is in my way? And what do I want to do about it? That's it. Those are the questions for expand along with expanding your physical body. You breathing is a massive expansion practice. Okay. So we do that. You could do this all in one sitting, or this is the kind of thing where you go, I'm just going to start putting these practices in place for myself every single day until I realize that I have now aligned with that thing, that, that which I want. Okay. The second step of the system is the V for visualize. There's two E's, two V's. V1, visualize. Oh my God. This is where a lot of people come to me and they're like, am I doing it right? And I have to say to them, you can't visualize wrong again, unless you're visualizing something horrible. <laughs> like, Don't visualize anything bad. Like, but if you're visualizing, so what can you visualize? So visualizing is, you can first of all, visualize a number of ways. I do like to visualize with my eyes closed and like literally try to picture things, walk my through myself through things. I visualized myself on stage in my red suit before my November Passion and Prosperous live event so much, so much. I just pictured myself, right? I pictured doing it. I pictured everyone being there. So you can visualize that way. Like what would be happening? right? Where would you be? Who would be there with you? What would you be wearing? Okay. Then you can visualize activities. You can literally visualize yourself going through the motions of something, right? Kind of like what I just said, but I was giving it to you as like sort of snapshots, but also you could visualize the action. Another way to visualize is to vision board. 
So you don't have to sit and do that with your eyes closed. And you don't have to make like some elaborate full year vision board. You can literally make a tiny vision board of like that represents the thing that we're talking about, right? So if it was me making a vision board right now, maybe I would have this little, you know, little thing and I'd put like a Ted X logo on it and I'd, you know, put 20K because I'd like to get paid $20,000 to be a keynote speaker. Um, you know, maybe I'd put like an outfit that I could see myself wearing like on stage. Um, I'm also, you know, I'm also, um, I don't know, anything that I'm doing, I could find some representations, maybe some quotes and 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 things and get it onto a little, a little visualized you know, manifestation that I could look at and see. I literally just was talking to a client today um, and we were talking about raising her investment and raising your investment can be, that's an up level. Anytime you want to raise your investment, that's an up level and it's not always easy to do. So you could use this whole system for that. But the visualized part is in the beginning of my business, when I used to visualize, you know, like raise my, raise my investment, I would print it out and post it above my monitor on my computer so that I looked at that new number. I specifically remember doing that, looked at that new number all the time so that I was visualizing myself saying that number to a client, asking for that amount of money, receiving that amount of money. Okay. All right. So now the O is for observe. This is the tricky part because observe, it's not tricky. It's just, it's just that observe is something that like I pull this pillar out all the time because this is the pillar where you have to learn how to separate yourself from your, from like that voice that's like making up shit and making up meaning of things, right? And, and, and criticizing you and telling you, like giving you all the reasons why you can't have what you want, right? And it's observe is how we step out. It's almost like, it's almost like you step out of you and you're looking at you, from a totally objective point of view. We we also use this for like other people, but I'm telling it to you how to use it for your own up-leveling. Um, and the observe is where you look at what's currently true, right? Because sometimes when we're not where we want to be or when we want something different, we also have a lot of stories about why we can't have it or why we can't do it or why now's not the right time, right? And so here's what we do in observe. We ask ourselves, What's working right now, right? Because when we want to up-level, part of it is that we're saying we want something more or different. But what's really important is that we also ground in and root into like that what we already have is working. Something's working. And when I was teaching yoga, I always used to say to people, when we go to do a pose and the first thing your brain thinks is, oh, my hamstrings are so tight. I want you to scan your body and I want you to look for all the places in your body where everything's going great, right? There's other stuff that's not tight and that's not, right? So the observe is like, what's going really well? What's working? What's true right now? And it's also when we practice our accomplishments and, right, and our wins, so we've got to make our lists of accomplishments and wins. In one episode not that long ago, I actually talked about The Gap and the Gain, a book by Dan Sullivan. And it's all about how when we are people who have goals and things that we desire and, and things that we want to create, it can be really easy to get stuck in what he calls the gap, which is like, I'm where I am now. And all I see between me and my desires is like this big gaping hole. <laughs> That's the gap, right? And instead, he says, look backwards at where you've come from and take inventory of all of those achievements and accomplishments that got you to where you are right now. So when you're in the up level, like, you know, activity, it's important to keep grounding into your awesomeness and into what you've already done so that you can actually feel like what you want to do next is possible instead of just focusing on what you what you're not. Right. Okay, so now we go to the L for let go. And the let go phase, this is the this is the big up level. Like this is the hugest shift to me. So 
the let go and all of this can be done in the physical body too, just so you know, right? Like I was just telling you, like you could do, you could do every step of the evolved system and apply it to like a, a physical practice of with breathing, yoga poses, meditation, right? Visualization. There's so much imagery in yoga. So you, and, and also just going outside, moving your body, um, how you're how you're treating yourself right like how you take care of your health is expansive um you know the uh, the observing instead of judging and criticizing your your physical self and your body and then also the letting go right so like all of this can be physical as well as mental emotional spiritual so in the let go what we what that is about is about you know, literally releasing, first of all, like, what are you, what are you holding on to? What are you, what are you holding on to that you even are believing that can be released, right? Now, sometimes you need a coach to help you with this, just, you know, the letting go part. Um, But you could do it on your own. I love rituals. I love tearing shit up (laughs) and throwing it away, right? I'm, I'm letting go of this. This is no longer serving me. And that's the best question. What thoughts, stories, or ideas are no longer serving me? Because one of the things that I've experienced in the plateau, when I plateau, is that what I realize is I've gotten really comfortable doing things a certain way, and then I'm reluctant to let them go. But usually in order to do the new thing, you got to let something else go. Sometimes it's even letting go of control of being the one doing everything. That's a huge part of up-leveling. It's a huge part of building a team. It's really hard for me because I am a control freak and I am a perfectionist. And I'm saying all this, like, I'm not, it's fine. I know how to deal with it, right? I, I know how to deal with it. And and the thing about when you, when you are me is that you think that it's easier and faster and maybe even better to just do everything yourself. <laughs> and the letting go is letting go of that in order to up level. I've had to learn to like be totally great, like delegating and letting other people do shit for me. And, and, and sometimes I then can like tweak it and whatever. And sometimes I'm like, let go of what, what's not that important. Perfection is like totally subjective. So what are you willing to release, let go of? That perfectionism is also part of it because sometimes for the up level, you have to do something totally new and different. You have to step out, right? And you've got to be willing to let go of like your ideas of how it's going to be. So the question is, what am I willing to change, release, or let go of? What am I willing to try that is new and different? What thoughts, stories, or ideas are no longer serving me? And this is the big one, you know, and like, what can I delegate? Where can I ask for support? Okay, and then this is a big one. If one of the reasons why you're not up-leveling is because you are too busy or you don't have time or like things feel too constricted, you have to ask yourself, what are you willing to let go of? Like literally, what what activities or even people? What's, what do you need to release to make room for what it is that you're calling in? And sometimes that's physical. Sometimes it's physical. What do you need to release and let go of physically? Is it a person? Is it a job? Is it an activity? Is it an obligation? When is it time for you to let that go so that you have more room for this leveling up? V, validate. So the next thing after all of this deep work is to now validate the new identity, the new vibration, right? And that is, but for first, first number one way to do it, which is my favorite thing is affirmations. We have actually, I created an affirmation deck, just so you know, like, because I wrote a hundred affirmations out. You might have heard me talk about it. But here's the cool thing is like, I made it, I'm making it available for you to buy the, the, the hundred affirmation deck, or maybe it's a 50 deck. I don't remember. But if you want that, it's really pretty. And 
you can buy it. Like that's on my website too. So you should get the affirmation deck. There's a journal too, an affirmation journal and deck. So go get that. Um, but affirmations, oh my God, you can use mine. You can make them up. But what the, what the validating is, is it's you speaking in the positive present that this is already happening for you. So whatever that up level is, right? So, so for example, I have already used the example TED. It's not a secret. I'd love to do a TED talk at some point, right? So, so for me, that affirmation would be, I am a TED, TED, I was going to say TEDx, could be TEDx or TED. I am a TEDx speaker. I am a sought after speaker, right? So now I'm validating what it is that I'm calling in and I'm, and I'm, I'm telling me the universe and I'll validate it to other people. I'll tell people, tell my husband, Hey, I'm going to be a TED speaker. I'm going to do that. Right. So validate is when you tell people and the universe and yourself, you're talking about it. You are affirming it. You're seeing it like it's already happening. What are other validate exercises? Well, one of the funnest things that we do in the academy and with my clients is we do future self pulling or work like where we where we speak to each other in the future as if stuff has already happened and it's happening. Um, there's just so many ways to to speak into that it is real. The way you speak and the way that you think creates your reality. So, and and at first it could feel, you could feel very fraudy, especially if you don't do the expand, visualize, observe, and let go. It, it might be hard to just validate because you might not have room. You might be trying to validate on an already full system, which is why you do the expanding and the visualizing and the observing and the letting go to make room. And now you're like inputting the stuff. And then finally, what is the final step? It's embody. So this is the part that made me create the system, just so you know. This literally is why. Because what would happen is, like, my students wouldn't embody any of it. They would just, like, it would all just happen in the head. And then that's it. Right? It's a good idea. We can't let our good ideas stay good ideas. Embodying is taking action. Embodying is living it. And the living it isn't when you're already there. The up level, here's the up level, is when you start taking action on that new thing. The up level is not what happens when you're already at the next level. The up level is when you start acting like someone who is at that level. And what does that mean? Well, if you're me, it means that you're filling out applications for the TEDx. You're not just thinking about it. You're literally filling out the application. It means that you're reaching out. It means that you're doing things. It means that you're, that you're getting, you're, you're inquiring. It means that you're, it means that you're doing something new. It means that you're creating something new. It means that you're taking a risk or a chance. Maybe it's that you make a new offer. Maybe it's that you like, that you make that phone call or you try to make a connection with someone that like, that up until now you've been like, oh, that person would never want to talk to me. But if you're, if you're the, if you're the up-leveled you, oh, they fucking do want to talk to you. And you're never going to find out unless you, unless you do something about it. So when we do the embody, it's not that we just like go like berserk. It's that we ask ourselves, what action will I take in the next 24 hours? This, we could do this every day. What action will I take in the next 24 hours? One action. What's something that I'll do in the next seven days? What's something that I'll do in the next 30 days? What's something that I'll do in the next three months? And these, the answers to those questions are all things that have to do with you doing things that you would only be able to do when you were completely shifted into the vibration and frequency and identity of one who already has what you want. So this process gets you there. This process gets you there. And like I said, sometimes with something quick and easy, boom, we can do it in an hour. Think it through. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I'm going to expand my thought on that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to create a visualization. 
What do I want to observe? What's real right now? What can I let go of? Okay, what do I want to say about this? Shit, I'm going to go do something, right? That like could literally happen that fast. Or sometimes when it's big, it's every day, every morning. I'm going to, I'm going to evolve. I'm going to evolve. I'm going to evolve so that I can up level. What does my up level look like? And how do I, can I employ any of these steps to get there? To raise my vibration, to shift my identity, to release what's not working, to open up my limits so that I can take that next step up the ladder without bumping my head and without feeling like, oh, I can't do this. So, you know, the thing about up-leveling, like I said, is that it's not always that it has to be for some massive thing. It can literally be when you're like, you know, I want to charge a little more money. I know a lot of people who feel so uncomfortable raising their investment. This system will help you do it. This system will help you raise your investment. This system will help you to see yourself being able to, to, to be, do, and have what you want. The system is the being and the doing because the having is the outcome. That is what this is. You should try it. I'm sure there's going to be a worksheet. Here's the really awesome news. By the time this episode releases into the world, you will already know that I have a two-day event coming up. This is in June of 2023. It's June 2nd and 3rd. It's Friday and Saturday. It's virtual. It's a two-day event. And guess what? It is based totally on this system. This is an event for you to come to if you want to literally physically embody every one of these practices and leave up-leveled in any area of your life and business. You should come because I'm going to be bringing it. I am bringing all the shit. This is, if you're a business owner and you really want, and I don't give a shit if you want to make six figures, seven figures, or five bucks. You need to come to this because I'm going to help you embody everything that you want to create in your business. And here's the thing. If you're not at the frequency of getting five clients, your actions are not going to get the five clients. You're not going to get the five clients. So it doesn't have to be a TED Talk. Okay? So website, stacybrassrussell.com. All roads lead there. There's stuff there. Sign up. Join me. Join the community. We have an awesome community, and these events are fire. Okay? So that's what I have for you. We're all going to up-level. Um, no pressure. <laughs> And I uh, am going to sign off. And I can't wait to be with you in your headphones next week. so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. <laughs>